Ryan, I, I just want to say that you seem grumpy. I seem grumpy? Why do I seem grumpy? She seems grumpy every episode, but that's besides the point. I don't know. Point. You seem grumpy. No, this is the thing that we have <laughs> happening here. As we remember, <laughs> 18, months, 18, 18 months ago. Was it 18 <laughs> months ago? Whatever it was. What? No, it was actually... Ooh, we're coming up on the anniversary this week. Yeah. Yeah. Kidney stone. Honey, you had your kidney stone on April 29th. That was May 29th. It was April 29th. We've missed the uh, one year anniversary of my kidney stone, unfortunately. So since then, they told me to drink a lot of water. So Danielle bought me a 32-ounce bottle. It's called a Bubba. Mm -hmm. You know, like little kids things. They told them to drink two to three liters a day. One full bottle is one liter. So it makes it easy to remember. I have to drink two or three of these a day. This thing is so huge. That, like, I can't fit it in the cup holder of my car. So when I go to work, like, if I take a sharp turn, the Bubba will overflow. Mm-hmm. So, so so the Bubba is enormous. And at night, Danielle likes to remind me to drink a lot of water. So she'll fill the Bubba for me if we're going to, like, watch a movie or something to encourage me to, you know, drink more water. So I sat down tonight to play some more of the Walking Dead video game. And I drank the entire Bubba. And the minute <laughs> I was done, she grabs the bottle and runs over to refill the entire Bubba because all over again. Because you like to have something to sip on while we podcast in I, case your throat gets dry. I know, but I have a feeling that I would have like eight full Bubbas if, if, I, if I didn't no, stop you. No, that would be too So let's just want to get this straight. Yes. So you finish your beverage. Yes. And your loving wife refills it for Thank you. Thank you, Bob. It's the largest. And now you're bitching about it on the podcast. <laughs> it's not. It's like Do you if, see how much of an ass you, you have? If you no, it's like if you have a full, if you have like a full pitcher of water and you finish it, and the person who mm-hmm. tells you you don't drink enough runs over and refills the pitcher of water. It's like, what do you want from me? I drank the entire Baba. I may have to leave mid podcast to pee. <laughs> Are you going to use the restroom, right? I may have to. I may have to. I'll just bring the whole production. More than likely I'll going to. I'll bring the phallic microphone. So basically, the I wait on you, and, and I, I, I'm trying to help you avoid right. another painful, painful thing, and yet I'm the bad. You're guy. the bad guy. Now, what also what also happened today was Danielle and I were were going to Disney uh, Disneyland. We're not going to Disneyland. No, we're, we're going to Disney World. We're going to Disney World next year. And we decided, because we're visiting Sue in a few weeks, we're just going to move all of our vacations to 2014. So 2015 will be a very dull year for us. So we're, we're going to Disney. So there's this whole thing with discounts and, you know, using various discounts. And, like, if, as of today, they have a special, if you go, you get free food. So that's a big deal. So I called yesterday to find out what was going on. And I ended up booking a vacation with a woman on the phone who I, she sounded like she had her hand over the receiver, so I couldn't hear her. She was muffled and she had an accent. So, like, I had very little information coming from this woman. So I ended up booking the trip, but then we decided that we had to call back today because a, a, another discount came out today and it may have been better than the other one. That was Danielle Sorry. right there trying not to, because she hasn't edited these anymore, so... So, um, neither do I actually. Sue, everything you hear. <laughs> I was going to say, since when do you edit these neither shows? Do I. I'm, I've been editing a podcast for five years, half done. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> joke's on me, I'm editing the damn thing. Danielle calls this. Now, the, the other thing about my lovely wife this morning is she has her day off from work, she has a headache, she just wants to enjoy herself. And that's right when the, the town showed up at 8 o'clock this morning and started jackhammering the street in front of the Literally house. right in front of our house. Literally. I'm, they had the big jackhammer, too. Yeah. That was unexpected. So they show up in front of the house. So I go to work. So I tell Danielle, just call Disney and, and ask them to compare the two vacations and whatnot. So Danielle's on the phone on hold. No, with Di- no. You're not First, on hold. it took me 20 minutes to get 
beyond to get put on hold because first i kept getting busy signals then a lovely recordings telling me all the circuits are currently busy. The circuits. Please call back later. So I'm like, great. Do you know I work with an older gentleman who, when he does the reception desk, he calls himself the switchboard? Oh. Well, He's like, anyway, the switchboard? It's like... The switchboard yeah. was telling me all the circuits are busy. Yes. And then, miraculously, on like my 50th redial, it went like, gave me that magic wand sound, like that, and I got through. Yes. So that was exciting in and of itself. But the excitement wore off because I was on hold for an hour listening to the horrible hold music on that Disney has to offer. With the jackhammer. Yes. Yes. Mm. So you yeah. finally got through. The only bright spot was the Indiana Jones music that I enjoyed. However, then it got really bad. Because you got through. Well, no, because then it, then it played It's a Small World. No, what you're missing is you got through. Yes, I got through. And I had a lovely approximate three minute conversation i was just starting to get prices when my phone cut out and the call was lost so you had to call back so again call back ouch go through the busy signals again walk through got through thing. on hold for another hour yeah. and then finally got to talk so to danielle me. ended up so like, that was two roughly almost three hours of my morning so what she did was she ended up booking it the the, the other way and saved us about the 150 dollars yeah and then Which you, I promptly spent. You spent the hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> so now we have that special plan in Disney that if we like turn around and scream Kodak moment, fifty people will jump out of the bushes and take our. You picture. know, I thought it might be nice, given that it's our fifth year anniversary, which is 50th. why we're going. And all the people who are working in the park will take our picture for us, so we don't have to do the stupid thing where we're taking the picture of ourselves with the iPhone until someone takes sympathy on us and says, "Oh, would you like me to take your picture now?" Like, people will take our picture yes. for us. We get these pictures. doesn't matter how many. We could take 4,000 pictures, all for the low price of one forty nine ninety nine. So people can get 4,000 pictures of me walking throughout Disney World? Yes. Okay. This is, this is me at Cinderella's Palace. If this you want to call up and cancel, you can do that, because I'm, I'm not doing it I'm not calling them back. I'm not calling them back. It's not worth that. It wouldn't be worth that much money. I'm not doing it again. If you need me, I'll be at Sue's farm. I'm not doing it again. I'm not calling back. No, but the lady was lovely. The woman I talked to was very lovely. So it wasn't. It's not their customer service that's bad. It's just the wait time. It took so long. But well, yesterday the woman I spoke well, to the woman wasn't you very spoke bright. to was sort of dumb. She wasn't very bright. I didn't get the same woman today. <laughs> well, we know someone who works there, so they have. We, I was inquiring about like a friends and family discount, and they're like, "Well, are you going to be traveling with them?" I'm like, "Well, no, because you know they live there, so they have their own house." They'll probably just stay in their own house. Like, yeah. like well, are they traveling with you? No. But they work there. They, they don't commute from... Uh, they, they listen, yeah, yeah. So that was Danielle's day. Now, also today, Danielle watched some Well, Star I'll Wars. wait till we start the, well, the official How about with a couple of different things before we start the actual show, yes. Ryan? Come on. How long have we been doing this? We've been doing this for quite a long time. <sighs> okay, a couple things. Um, one, can you please add me to the, uh, the Google chat? Because I am not on that particular account, so if you could add this particular account to it, I'd be appreciative. Because this is the thing: is Bob has a lot of it. He's he's all over the place. Well, I am condensing down to one Skype. How did that happen? It's like you need an intervent. I can't say. Well, I just I came to the realization that having at least four different Skype accounts for four different groups of people just really didn't work out that well. It wasn't a good use of your time. That's like Skyping. 
I have like my podcasting Skype account. I have my gaming Skype account because in that way I can avoid certain groups of people I don't want to talk to. <laughs> oh, now so it's all becoming smart. clear. I could just go ahead and just convert merge them all together. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the next couple of days. So if a couple of you get a uh, request to add contact from me from another account, feel free to add me if you so desire and delete their other account. It's like the fourth Bob. Indeed, it is. Um, but now it's going to be just one bomb. Uh, but anywho, uh, that does it for that personal bit of information. Uh, and I think that's it. Is there anything else before we start the show? I think we should start the show, Let's Bob. Start the show. I think we should start the show. Let's start the show. I'm starting the show now. You're welcome. I'm trying to remember how to start the show. You don't remember how to start the show, do you? Wait, hold wake on. Wake up I'm and just... smell the water. Yeah, wake up and smell. Yeah, okay. I remember now. <laughs> I remember now. Come in, Bob. Come in. I think he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. That was the name of the podcast, pointofviewweekly.com. <laughs> we don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk? Me angry! Shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. <laughs> Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm no, just throwing that out there. Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything in there. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. I gotta find some pants. I am severely allergic to latex. More don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> hear anything should, either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. Hey, Dark Crest! Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! Bob! <laughs> it, Bob! This is awesome. I, Bob! It's so funny. Ryan comes in like at random points and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling <laughs> Bob! Yeah. And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. Danielle, turn, turn the cameras on! Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes. Ow! Ow! I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Sexy. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his boat. But he is lovely and <laughs> every time i play a sims game my character just ends up doing porn you believe that texas should secede from the united states but no i don't so then we just be mexico again <laughs> oh, God. why are you drawing a penis don't say what it is i'm sending it to sue okay I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. 
Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. <laughs> not only do we have to be here on time, <laughs> we have to wear clothes. You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop drinking tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob because he's great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go. I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh, yawn. I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products. Products. <laughs> oh, wow. She's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. And she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Wake up and smell the old man Harrison Ford smell. This is Point of View Weekly. The morning yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and joining me is a very small crew, starting with Ryan. Ryan, how's it going? Get off my plane, Bob. <sighs> no, I'm firmly on this plane, Ryan. Really. <laughs> Actually, normally I would not be on a plane because I hate flying, but that's besides the point. Anyway, we also have Danielle. Danielle, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'd just like to point out that even though we're a small crew, Ryan will make it seem like there's more people here because will. he will just, just keep I'm gonna talking. I'm going to talk a great deal. Well, what they we'll did was they decided to get a restraining order against me talking would take too long, mm. so they would just talk about Star Wars for the entire show. Also, yeah. if you don't like flying, do what I do and take drugs. Oh great! That was so. That was wonderful. Adivan, you and your mother. No, had, Adivan, hell of a drug. You and your mother oh, like collapsed on me on the flight to London. That was nice. That flight to London was wonderful. I just slept the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but, but yes, uh, Jen is still on hiatus, and Sue is actually partaking in another podcast. Oh, the Potterfic Weekly Podcasters. Potterfic. Yeah, another member of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts, uh, Potterfic Weekly. Uh, they're doing a recording on, uh, I forget the name of the book, but they're, re- they're interviewing the author, who I also forgot. Sorry, I'm a horrible, uh, Potterfic Weekly sibling well, family podcast. We've had a couple podcasts with just Sue. So now we, we have one with just I feel like everyone's divorced. Aww, it's like we have to visit we're like everyone alternating separately. weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when George Costanza when his parents separated, he's like, they're gonna, I have to go across town now. I have to visit the boat. And so, yeah. There's my Sunday. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, a couple different things. Uh, as we mentioned, we're going to be talking uh, Star Wars Episode Seven. There's been a lot of stuff about yeah. that since I've since been on the show. Mm-hmm. And so those of us who are Star Wars geeks, we're going to geek out about that. Um, now, just when you guys thought that we'd be done with The Walking Dead and you guys would be, you know, no more Ryan and Bob talking about The Walking Dead, we found more The Walking Dead to talk about. And we're going to be talking about the video game. Uh, Ryan hasn't finished the first uh, episode yet, which kind of makes me sad. I'm not aware of, I'm not clued into how close I am. Like, well, I'm playing it just until, well, we'll get into that. I, I'm at the point now where, um, where my character has reached the uh, hotel. Oh, you're at the hotel. Interesting. How okay. far am I from the end? You are close to the end. Okay. Have you gone to the shop yet? I've gone to the shop. Okay. I cannot, because so Bob asked the question, because I, I was struggling a little bit with the game, and just to, to give you an idea, because I wasn't sure what to expect from the game, it um, it's almost a choose-your-own-adventure um, kind of game where your character, there's a lot of, um, what do you call it, like... Um, 
well, you just watch the action and you're a passive observer and then all of a sudden you're faced with a choice and you have like five to seven seconds to, to make a choice as to what your character is going to say and that will direct you know where the storyline goes in a lot of cases so it, it it's and then there'll be you know moments where the, the the action will break and you'll have to fight a walker or, or walk and do something um like i played games like that before i actually like it because in like five to seven seconds you don't have time to really think you just have to kind of blurt something out sometimes and that's what people do mm. <laughs> when they say stupid things so, so if the character doesn't make the right choice it can lead to something um mm-hmm. where i kind of struggle and this is i think with a lot of games like this it certainly was when i was a kid is like you're trapped in a room with a bunch of people and like one person's having a heart attack and you need to find the, a thing in the room and you're walking around and you like talk to all the people in the room and they like have like the one or two lines that they repeat if you talk to them over and over again and it's like well if that guy's having a heart attack i probably didn't be walking over you know chatting with the guy in the corner so mm-hmm. it's so I'm trying to, a lot of the game is, is find this thing, and I frequently have difficulty finding that thing. Like, it's, I, I sometimes don't know where the thing is, so I mm-hmm. tend to, like, itemize the place and, you know, go room by room and aisle by aisle, and sometimes it, it it's probably not true to life, but I think that's just the type of game. But overall, I'm, I'm enjoying it pretty much. I got stuck um, at Herschel's Farm for about... Okay. Mm-hmm. a day <laughs> like i started playing it last night and it was late and i'm at herschel's farm and you're supposed to go and talk to everybody and i thought i had talked to everybody but i had only apparently looked at two people and for- neglected to talk to them but i thought i was talking to them when in fact i was awkwardly waving at them which i wasn't mm-hmm. aware of. so it, gotcha. i, I kind of got stuck and didn't know mm. what to do so well, how about for, for well just real quick because yeah. I, I do have specific questions i want to ask you right. uh, and also for the listeners who don't have a clue of anything about this game they, they infrequently know what we're talking about but let's try and explain and then such let's a try to explain it anyway because right. that needs to happen um the walking dead game is a game made by uh telltale game uh Tell, I forget the name. Anyway, uh, basically, it's it's a game of the year winner. Um, as Ryan mentioned, it's kind of it's a point and click adventure with a lot of dialogue options, a lot of morality options. Uh, this takes place in a variation of the Walking Dead universe. Uh, that's one of the fun things about the the comic books, the television series, and the video games is they all happen in their own individual universes. So while Herschel, as my, as Brian mentioned, is in this particular uh, video game, he isn't necessarily the same Herschel as that we talk about week to week from the television show. I like our television Herschel a little. I like television Herschel more too. Um, video game Herschel is kind of more of an ass. He is. Uh, He's a big but, dick. But it makes sense uh, considering what happens. Um, but basically, you play a character named Lee Everett. He is a man who is going to jail for. Uh, he's convicted of killing his wife. Um, he is a college professor. Um, did he kill about- his wife, or did I know that yet? I just found out he because his wife was sleeping with a state senator. Right, and I think he, I think he may or may not kill. I, I try to remember. I can't remember if he killed him or not. But anyway. Um, Anyway, so he's being driven to uh, prison by in a, in a patrol car, and then the zombie apocalypse happens. It does. And then he basically... Now, my question is, is were you nice to the cop? I was very nice. You know who I tried to play? I don't know I why. tried to play? I had just been watching The West Wing recently, and there's a character mm-hmm. in The West Wing at the very end of it who gets um, convicted of a crime. Mm-hmm. And the actor 
who, who plays this character hated that plot point. They're like, my character would never do this thing. So he or she, because I don't want to spoil anyone, always said, you know what, I've justified this to myself by saying, I didn't commit the crime, I'm just covering for someone else. And that's how I can explain away this horrible end to my character on the West Wing. So I was kind of playing it the same way, like I'm just a nice mm-hmm. guy, because I wouldn't kill people. So I'm playing it like me. I'm a nice guy, and maybe I was framed, or maybe this. So I, I wasn't mouthing off to the cop, because I'm just picturing, yeah, this is pretty bad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm in a cop car. I'm going to jail. I didn't do it, but you're not going to believe me. So why try and convince you? So I kind of tried to play the character as a nice guy. That's, that's kind of how I played Lee a little bit. It was kind of a nice guy. Now, does it matter is my question. Um, It does matter, actually. Um, The game does a fairly decent job of... Now, I will, I will say, I mean, you're not going to like end up with drastically different endings. Um, The point A and the point B, I think, regardless... Is always the same, mm-hmm. but how you get there is based off your choices. Okay, because I'm curious uh, how we how we diverged and if we if there's divergences. So the game starts off you're in you're in the the, the cop car mm-hmm. and the cop you and the cop are just you know shooting the shit about I can't even remember what, but you're able to like see you're able to look out the window as your is as the game is happening and you're seeing a lot of helicopters and cop cars driving back towards Atlanta. You're driving out towards the prison. And at one point, you know, you have the opportunity. To be honest, what is the cop even talking about? I don't even remember. It's- He's basically talking about your innocence mm-hmm. and how he doesn't think you did it because usually the ones who beg and plead saying they didn't do it are the ones that actually did. Then at one point, you see a walker crossing the street, presumably to get to the other side. And um, you. <laughs> Sounds like a public joke. Yeah. And you scream, hey, look out. And I screamed that the first time. And um, I we hit the walker and we, and we rolled down the, the hill. So then, for whatever reason, I started the game over, and I was ready. I was Wait, waiting to see. How, how did you how did you fail at that? How did I fail at what? Wait, what, why did you start? You started it over, like you died. For whatever reason, I had to quit it, or I did, or I had something running in the background. Uh, so, so whatever reason, okay. I started it over, and and I because then I was thinking, okay, now I get it. And I'm waiting until my dialogue boxes come up because I'm thinking if I can just warn him quicker, he'll <laughs> swerve faster. So the minute that thing comes up, I'm like, look out! And he just kind of don't do this, don't do this for 10 seconds and then we hit the walker anyway. So I'm not sure if the dialogue really could have done anything at that point. In that particular instance, no. Right. So we, we go off the road and then um, we wake up and it's a little cumbersome on the laptop because when you when you mm-hmm. come down you're now in the car and there's you have like the arrows to move and um you have different <laughs> options with like the mm-hmm. one two three and four key one is look two is talk to three is and it can vary so like if i want to kick out a window like i can look out the window but if i want to kick the window i have to hit the three first or whatever so I end up kicking my way out of the, of the cruiser, and then I have to, um, the, the cop's body is, is a few feet away, so I have to crawl over to him to get the, the keys to undo the handcuffs and whatnot. And then he, he, he's turned at this point, so hmm. he starts coming at me. So I back up to the cruiser, and there's like a bullet on one side of me. And oh, you're talking about the, the officer who's now a zombie. The officer who's now a zombie. Yeah. And there's there's the bullet on one side, and there's the uh, the gun on the other side. Now, what happened first was it took, like, because the game moves very fast. 
you don't have a lot of time and it's not very conducive on the keyboard because you have to like hit the three button before you click and then where's the cursor and by then you know you're in some Mm -hmm. trouble so i accidentally got eaten by the by the nice man who was driving me to my prison cell so i had to start that section over again and what happened then was he ate me again So we really? just, yeah, because well, I'm trying to hit the the three button and like there's a pound. So like I I finally I got better at it. And so your hand eye coordination skills you jumped. Well, no, because he's not, he's not really. A game well, no, because it's like yeah, that's you, true. Why are we doing only thirty five? Step on it a little. See what happens, mother. They'll all see what we're doing. Oh, go ahead and try it. What have you got to lose, mother? He's not that good a driver. But no, it's you have to admit it's not very conducive on a keyboard like if you, that, is, that is true well well yeah and that's what you're saying i mean i use a mouse and keyboard when i play the game so well i have the trackpad and yeah then, that could be difficult i can get that yeah i have the trackpad and then it's like instead of shooting him with the gun i like show him the gun and he's not impressed so he eats me so it's, <laughs> it got a little complicated then i dropped the bullet and so so then on the fourth try i end up shooting his head off which was nice. Well, that's good. Yes. Glad it, oh, it gets even funnier. So then, at this point, um, I see a little girl in the distance. So I kind of climb the hill, and you see a house, and you go in the house. Mrs. Landingham, somebody's in the house! And you slip on the blood in the kitchen. I'm not sure if you're supposed to <laughs> fall lovely. down, but I slipped in the blood and fell down. You didn't notice the blood? Okay. I, I noticed the blood, but apparently I was supposed to look, like tell the character to look at the blood. So yeah, I noticed it. Blood, yeah. He did not, so I fell. So then, and that beeping was really annoying. So I finally listened to the to the um, to the answering machine, and it's a mother calling her daughter's babysitter, saying they're going to be late there in Savannah. And then she says that her husband's in the hospital, and she sounds more upset. And she says, you know, just keep an eye on little Clementine, which is a great name, by the way. We're stealing that. And then uh, the third one is get out of town, get out of town, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And presumably the the the, the babysitter is dead. Don't tell mom. So um, <laughs> you like that. So then um, in the kitchen, I find a walkie-talkie, and it's uh, Clementine, who the little girl who is now hiding in the treehouse outside. So long story short. I get attacked by a zombie. And I'm okay. assuming this is the babysitter. I can't. I would assume you're safe in saying that. So at this point, I didn't know what to do. So the, the, the zombie ate me like seven, eight times because mm. it's telling me on the screen Q. And I mm. don't know what that means. So I'm staring at it and it eats <laughs> me. And then we try again and I'm like hitting the various buttons. And it's not doing anything. So then I'm literally just like smacking the keyboard, hoping something will work. Because then I'm like trying to look up the manual and then it beats me again. So finally, like the fifth time, I realize it just wants me to hold down the Q button. So I do that and I end up blowing <laughs> things up. So then I get attacked again. So I'm like, ha, I get it. So I hit it in the head and it comes back. So I hit it in the head mm-hmm. and it comes back. So I hit it in the head. And it comes back. So I hit it in the head again. And at this point, I'm like, I don't think I'm doing this right. Like, I'm holding it off. But I'm getting tired of hitting this fucking thing in the head. Mm -hmm. It's been like 20 minutes. Do you know exactly why your husband had a nervous breakdown? It's because he has sunk $40,000, including $15,000 of my money, into a company that makes seaweed for people to eat. And not only does nobody like it, but it costs over $4 a can. So then I realize I'm supposed to take the hammer from Clementine and hit it in the head with the hammer. That would be advantageous. So I finally do that, and I finally kill the damn thing. 
Congratulations, you character for second locker. This is my question for you about the game. So then you're talking to Clementine, and you have the option of saying, Oh, Emmeline, shut up! Or, you poor child, what would you like to do? Like, you have options kind of all over the map and how you can respond. Mm -hmm. If I piss Clementine off enough, is she going to, like, leave, and that's going to be the storyline without her? No. So how far can you diverge based on your actions, I guess is my question. I will go back to what I initially said of point A and point B are the same. Like, if, in theory, Clementine is going to be at the end of the game, like, with you till the end of the game, then nothing you can do will get rid of Clementine. Because my question is, there's a Of course, your relationship with Clementine might be crap all the way to point B. Okay. But, like, there are situations where... Like, I don't want to give anything away, but, like, there are, like, certain characters may die off, and so other certain characters might die, die off, and that those would be serious, like, tangents, mm-hmm. but then the main storyline, without, like, kind of ruining the illusion for you, will always be the same. Like, like, there's a point in the game, which I got to tonight, where you have the option of saving one of, one of two people. Okay, let's well, so, yeah, so basically you end up getting to Herschel's farm. Yes, you get to Herschel's and farm. And you have the option of basically saving a little boy mm-hmm. or saving Herschel's adult son. Now, in fairness, what happened is Herschel's adult son is trying to fix the fence mm-hmm. on the farm. And and the little boy is like, Woohoo, look at me, I'm on a tractor! Which is exactly what I'm saying when I get to Sue's farm, by the way. This is something called <laughs> foreshadowing. So oh, you're what, not. oh god, no. What he does is it appears as though the little tyke, whose name is Duck. His name's Duck. Oh, Duck character. seems to have driven over young Herschel's son. And now he's kind of like trapped there because he has the family tractor on him. <laughs> so the walkers are now approaching. So you have the option of saving Duck, the tractor driver, or or Herschel's son. And I instinctively save the, the little boy, and Herschel's son is Interesting. Um, is Ethan. And Herschel, at this point, Herschel doesn't like me because apparently I lied to Herschel about something or other. And Wait, what'd you, how'd you, what'd you lie to Herschel about? I pissed Herschel off the night we met because mm-hmm. I answered, now, cause here's the thing. I'm being driven in the car. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, a, I'm a killer and I, I, I apparently killed my wife. I think Bob Spoilbeam was trying to help, but that's all right. Oh. So I, but I, I don't care. So I kill no, someone. It's, it's, it's mentioned in the beginning. All right. So I kill someone. I kill the wife or the boyfriend or whatever. And I'm going to prison and then I find like an eight year old girl and I like kind of take her under my wing. When you say, Oh, I'm not her father. They say, Oh, who are you? Who are you? I don't feel comfortable saying, Oh, I'm some, some random guy who just picked her up because that just sounds bad. So I say, I'm the babysitter. So mm-hmm. at one point, Herschel asked, were you alone leaving Atlanta? And not wanting to say, well, I was handcuffed in the back of a cruiser, mm-hmm. I must have said yes, but apparently I had previously said we were driving out. And the next object is a lie. A lie. <laughs> and he, he never forgave me, and then, you know, his mm-hmm. son got driven over by the tractor, and I let the zombies eat him. So at that point, Herschel... Was, 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 was done with me at the family farm and he politely asked me to leave. So here's my question. Did you save young duck, the tractor killer, or did you save Herschel's son? 
I saved Herschel's son. Now, just because I because I figured Duck's dad, uh, Kenny, would save Duck. Because ah. because Kenny was right there. Can However, you tell me if that's what happened. Basically, what happens is 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 if it follows the lore of the Walking Dead comic, um, Sean, I think, is Herschel's son's name. Mm-hmm. Even though you attempt to save him, he still gets bitten anyway. Mm-hmm. So Herschel was very thankful that I attempted to save his son, and he didn't care for Kenny all that much. Uh, still, eventually, I, uh, I Lee and Clementine left with. Uh, with Kenny and family in the RV uh, to to get to uh, the next section, but uh, yeah, so yeah, like that's that's the point I'm making is that like even though, like those different choices, like you saved Duck and I saved uh, the kid, the, the adult, same thing would happen. No, the wait, same thing kind of happens. Would I have left at the same time as I did in my version? Basically, yeah. Okay, so nothing it, really would affect the. Yes and no. Like, I mean, obviously, probably your relationship with Kenny is a lot better than mine was at that point. Uh-huh. Because you know Kenny didn't saw me not try attempt to save his son. Um, I could see someone get upset about that. It's just basically it's like it's it, you're telling a story, but it, the variations are there to make it your own. But overall, the story's still the same. Because what I was amused by was that um, at one point I was ta- you get to the store and it's the mm-hmm. pharmacy owned by by Lee, the, my character's parents, and there's. A man in there named Larry, who I refer to as Larry the Big Big Dick, what? and he, he he's he's just you know who he so is. True. He's just like an old fart, and I just what? don't need like he's just he's de- he's a downer. He's Debbie Downer, and, and he wants to kill Duck, the tractor hmm. murderer, and <laughs> you know, yeah, he kills people's yeah. tractors, and um, he's 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 just an ultimate downer. Like he's just he's, he's he's a very unsettled man. Why am I talking? Like I just completely lost my focus because I was commenting on him being the big big. I'm being ridiculous. We get to this. We get to the store. Oh no, I'm sorry. So at one point, then he wants to kill Doc, and I don't think that's a very good idea. So I'm going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And apparently, at one point, it gives me like seven options of how to respond. Then it puts in parentheses like you side with him. You're against him, but I forget who him is. Is him the big, big dick, or is him my friend, Dr. Trotter Killer's father? So apparently at one point, I pissed off... <laughs> Everyone friend. in the room? I pissed off... No, I sided with big, big dick. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so then it says in parentheses, because it will tell you at the top of the screen, mm-hmm. it will Can tell you... remember this? Herschel will remember that you allowed <laughs> his son to be eaten to save a, a boy named Doc with a stupid name. He's not going anywhere. And, you, you know, it says, like, you know, Kenny will remember that you sided against him. He will remember this. There will be repercussions. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a moment later, I, like, punch the big, big dick. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, mm-hmm. Kenny will remember the loyalty you showed to him and his family. I'm like, well, apparently Kenny has very confused ideas. <laughs> one minute I'm with him, once I'm against him. Like, George Butcher would hate me. So it was, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious how it works if you betray someone and then are loyal to them moments later like if they what they remember well i think here are my two recommendations for you Mm -hmm. to enjoy this game yes one don't worry so much about the mechanics of it Mm -hmm. just don't don't think you're playing a game just go along with the story don't think about all the variations the more you think the more you kind of you get outside the box and then you kind of start seeing it for a game and, and see it from a story perspective. Just go along with the story. Don't overthink it. 
the more you do it that way, the more you'll I think you'll enjoy it. How do I get the keys? The keys. Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. This is where I am. Now, Danielle, tell me what you would do. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you on Etsy? No, I'm. I'm looking at the cast of Star Wars Seven. I'm prepping myself. You're, you're prepping yourself. All right. Now here's my. I'm actually doing podcast related things. Tell me what you think here. So I'm in a pharmacy. All right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's Big Big Dick and his daughter Lily, the 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 merchant marine, whatever the hell she is. And then there's like a reporter who knows who I am because mm-hmm. she's she's a reporter. And then there's a dude named Doug. He's like our lookout. And then there's Glenn, who's not mm-hmm. Asian this time, apparently. And He's Asian. Is he Asian? He was very subtly Asian. And then there's, um, then there's little Clementine, and, and and I believe that's it. So we're all trapped in a pharmacy, and like the you walk out on the stoop, mm-hmm. and there's like the the grate is up, like the little the, the security grate that you put down at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you we can't get out because there's there's a, there's a lock on it. Okay. Someone someone apparently after we came in locked it, and the, and the walkers are all walking around outside. And but they can't a, get in. They can't get in. Now we need to open the the door to the to the pharmacy area to get nitroglycerin for Larry the big big dick mm-hmm. because he's he's very high strong and he has a heart condition. And while I'm looking for this, I'm just moseying around talking to people too. So Larry could be dead by now. And um, and, and but then it's weird because then I have to go pick up Glenn because he's trapped at the hotel. So it's like mm-hmm. if I get out to get Glenn, can I just walk over while I'm out and get the like? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to walk out the front? I don't get. It. So but apparently I have to walk out the front door and and get the thing. So I have the lock, which I don't have the combination to. And there's a brick, but I can't reach it. Okay. And then they're across the street, like we're in a, we're on a corner. Like across the street is the dead zombie of the guy with the keys on his belt. He's like the pharmacist. So you need to go get the keys. So I need to go to get the keys, but I can't get the thing open because I don't have the combination and I can't reach the brick to presumably. It's not like a window. Make a distraction. I don't know, but there's a door in the alleyway which I can't get to. Although you can go outside because you have to go to the hotel to pick up Glenn. Who's trapped with the gasoline? He's hiding in like an ice maker. Okay. I, um, I, w- I would say just for the sake of actually doing it, mm-hmm. go to the hotel first. Go to the hotel first. Okay. Because mm-hmm. apparently I was, because that's that's the thing that that always makes me amused. Because I mm. always try and picture what if like on the actual episode of The Walking Dead, they're just in the pharmacy and people are walking around and like you know. Maggie's getting attacked, and Glenn's like, "So Herschel, tell me about your childhood." <laughs> like, <it's> always, like, <laughs> I always like feel like I should be moving faster because hmm. big, 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 big dick is dying. But I, I'm, I, I am enjoying it. Um, I will enjoy it. I, I, I am enjoying it. I'm gonna play it more. I'm thinking maybe that could be like my Saturday morning thing. I could play like an episode of. of the yeah, no, I, I would love to continue to uh, walk through you because the end of this episode, uh, there's some significant. Moral choices. Every every episode at least has like one or two or three like major choices that will direct the story a little bit. Um, but they're all about moral stuff, and I, I love struggling with that. The humanity of the uh, uh, zombie apocalypse. Can I ask a question? You purchased for me when we did this, so I loaded Steam back onto my laptop, and we got that working, mm-hmm. and, I, and I loaded the, the Walking Dead. You mm-hmm. purchased something for me a long time ago. Mm, well, now that you're my friend, I can send it to you. Oh, Bob is my friend. <laughs> Good, because I couldn't find you. Well, actually, I don't think you've accepted my friend request. I don't know so. how, Bob. After you finished breakfast, I thought we could spend the day watching the final season of Babylon 5 with director commentary. 
You hate Babylon 5. I do. It fails as drama, science fiction, and it's hopelessly derivative. <laughs> but you like it, and you're my friend. But you like it, and I you're just, my friend. I just accepted Jen's friend. Oh, she friended me on Disney. What? We're Disney, we're Disney friends. What do you mean I, on I Disney? I don't know. I well, okay, so, to Disney well, and Jen was there. Huh. If you go into your Steam client, if you there should be an option where it says friends. I don't want to do it now because it's going to blow. Uh, okay, that, fine. I'll look, as as we'll, we'll about it, look at the friends list and I should be on there. It should say that uh, Dark Crest wants to be your friend. Dark Crest. So this is my friend Dark Crest. Caden Dark Crest. That'd be great. It'll tell, you, it'll tell you that it's Bob Standring from Fresno, California, United States. <laughs> but, he but said a lot less intimidating. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but they might use her name. And it, it will be a double-headed eagle, by the way. Black double-headed eagle. Um, which is the emblem of the guild I... I partake in and with a bunch of other friends, uh, but um, so yeah. I mean, I, I, no, before I leave, I just my question is: is how do you feel about Clementine? I like Clementine. Clementine's she's she's so she's an eight year old girl. She's got like the baseball cap. She seems like a well adjusted kid. She she's she's a cute little kid. I mean, I kind of I like her. I think she's a stabilizing force for my character who previously killed people. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to think of Clementine at this point? I'm just curious. I mean, because I like it. I mean, what I like about it is that, especially Clementine's character, I liked um, uh, Herschel's son, now dead. Um, some of the characters have human touches to them, so you can actually like. I, I picture if this were a TV show, would I like Clementine's character? And I think I would. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I like that I can kind of get into the characterizations a little bit because it's not just an action shooter, right? There, there is some action later on. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really so much. Well, actually, when you get to the hotel, there's some action, um, but it's not like a it's not like a first person shooter by any means. But I don't know. I, I, I'm curious to see how you feel about when the story is done and over with. Your thoughts on the whole thing? Yeah, so, is it continuing or is it is it done? Everything that's um, there is season one, yeah, which is five episodes. Okay. Uh, then there is a um. A piece of what is known as downloadable content mm-hmm. uh, called uh, 100 Days or 100 Miles. There is currently a season two. Uh, it's currently uh, quote unquote airing. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two episodes have been released, and the third episode is going to be coming out here in a couple weeks. So, will you have to like buy each episode as it comes out? Basic, well, you, not necessarily. Basically, you buy the game. You okay. buy, you buy like the season pass, if you will. Yep. And then when the game, when the episodes come out, it just automatically updates your game. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of how much it is right now, but basically, it's it's kind of cool. Like I played The Walking Dead, um, as it released. Mm-hmm. So like I had to, like and, and and a lot of times we'd have to wait like a couple months in between each episode. So it was uh it was kind of excruciating for a while but then when it finally ended the, the, the it's an overall great story um the dlc kind of the like the special quote-unquote episode between the two seasons is a lot of fun and help and kind of dictates some things from season two for season two i haven't started season two yet i've been kind of uh slow i i, I own it but i haven't played it so i think i might do that tonight just talking about this kind of gets me all riled up he's all riled so i'm all riled up <laughs> But I'm almost not as riled up as I am for Star Wars Episode 7. So why don't we get Danielle ah. into this a little bit, and we'll get into Star Wars here. And that's my cue to go get some coffee, because... He has drank his water, I just would like to point out. I, okay, how much water is gone from this? The bubba is a half empty. I've had a bubba and a half. 
I know. I'm just saying. One point five bubba. You complained that I gave it to you, but then you drank it. I did drink it. So yeah. Just so you do a lot of talking. You have to keep your throat moist. I I talk more than most. Yeah. Now, as you started off your uh, Star Wars discussion, I believe I can't remember who was the person who introduced me to the um the fan edit website. But why don't you start off and tell Bob what it was that you watched? All right. Well, today. I'll start off the way I want to start off. All right. Well, I was just say that I was giving you a tip. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm let her run her segment, you. Ryan. Just let her so do this it. This was this week was of course May the fourth. May the fourth be with you. Um, mm-hmm. which was very exciting. So I knew I was only going to have time to watch one movie. So I, of course, picked my favorite, which was Empire Strikes Back. Um, so I don't know about you, Bob, but I only have the special editions on, I think on Blu-ray. Um, yeah. Because I have it on DVD. The originals are not available. Um, I think I have like VHS. But yeah, like I had them on, and I had them on VHS, but now like you can't get I don't. I don't know if they're ever going to release them, and I wish they would because, like, Empire Strikes Back was, it was fine. Nothing like stood out at me from the special edition that I hated. But then the next day, I watched Return of the Jedi, and I'm like, wow, George Lucas, you ruined this movie for me because he just put so much extra stuff in that didn't need to be there, and it's just, I don't know. It made me kind of angry watching it. Like, I don't know. Um. Yeah, it makes me happy that he has nothing to do with the next ones. I mean, yeah. he, has something, yes, he has stuff to do with episodes 7 through 9, but... He, well, yeah. He won't have as much control. The thing is, it's like, he's... Like, obviously, he gets the credit for creating such a great universe. Like, that's not mm-hmm. disputed, and he did groundbreaking work in those original movies. Mm-hmm. But then it's like... I really wish he just had an edit button because he doesn't know when to just stop. And it's like, less is more sometimes. Like, when you start adding in, like, brand new CGI effects into a movie that was made in 1983, it just doesn't look good. Like, it, right. it's jarring. You, you get kind of... For me, I kept getting thrown out of the story because I'm like, wow, that was clearly not in the original film. And it's like, it's too bright. The colors are too bright. And it just looks so fake. But... um Mm-hmm. Anyway, beyond that. So, looking forward to episode seven. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, mm-hmm. yeah. So, he, let's see. He's not even doing the screenplay if I'm looking at this right. So, no, it looks like J.J. Abrams and uh, Lawrence, Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan are doing the screenplay. It just says George Lucas characters. Hmm, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> Kasdan uh, wrote uh, the best episode, in my opinion, star- uh, episode. Uh, five so i think so we agree on that (laughs) yes um i definitely think overall it's in good hands yeah and considering that the screenwriter from the best one is now taking over yeah um what do you think of the cast i mean this is the thing that's kind of happened most recently and yeah and lady chi as mentioned on facebook and i will sense let the audience know that i have since friended lady chi on facebook who is quite <laughs> apparently appalled that i hadn't friended her on facebook i didn't really i thought i already was but lady uh, chi i went to look on her page at some point uh-huh. she had limited my access oh wow in years past due to wank of some okay. kind so i had to yell at her can i just um give some breaking news here obviously we talk a lot about television on this podcast bob and i mm-hmm. discuss revolution a great deal is it about tony the tiger no why he died 
Tony the Tiger dead. Breaking so the news. Vo- the guy, the, 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 the voice, the man behind Tony the Tiger has died. Yeah. Over the next couple of, um, of next, in, and I don't want to diminish from the death of the actor no, okay. like Tony the Tiger, but um, over the next couple of days, uh, the networks are going to be the, the big four plus um, the CW are going to be announcing their um, their upcoming seasons. What's what's going to be on? So Get they're going to be the doing. Point. They're going to be doing I their cancellation. Your conversation. They're going to be doing cancellations, and they're going to be doing renewals mm-hmm. over the next couple of days they're going to be announcing stuff um fox has announced that dads enlisted surviving jack and rake none of which i have watched none of which i care about have been canceled whatever so I'm just- oh, the dad's the racist show with uh- <laughs> that show they knew was going to be canceled after like the first five episodes but we're waiting now here's the deal for me and i'm, and I'm gonna butt out here revolution uh, by J.J. Abrams. By J.J. Abrams. Well, created by J.J. Yeah, Abrams. I watched it. EP. Yep. Um, it's a Kirk me production or Kirby. Kirby, I think it's in. Um, did they get renewed or they canceled? They, they haven't announced it yet, but. Um, oh, God. Here's the thing. <laughs> Revol- oh, God. You that, guys have such a love hate relationship with that show. Between Revolution. Oh, I just don't know how they're going to do it for more. And, and honestly, the actress who plays Charlie can't stand her. But I'm just hoping that Growing Up Fisher is renewed. That's my only request. Well, it's our show. It's our show. Danielle and I do it. The Goldbergs on 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 uh, ABC is also our show, but I'm feeling as though that will be renewed. But we have no word yet on Growing Up Fisher, which I'm All right. All right. So I'll bring you so, up-to-date news as it happens. Laura Norther, SVU, renewed. Okay. That's, okay. Back to Star Wars. Um, so, yeah. I'm on the IMDB page just so I can have a list of the cast. Um, I mean, it... I hate to say it. I don't know if it's just I don't watch that much TV or movies that these people are in, but like I recognize Andy Circus and I'm excited about Andy Circus. Yeah. Um I recognize I don't know how you say his name, Dom Hall, Domnall, <laughs> Gleason. Dom <laughs> um recognize him, but the others I have no idea who they are. So, I don't know. I guess it could be good. Well, Ma- Max von Sydow, I can't even pronounce his name. Yeah. He kind of strikes me as would be like you know the Grand Moff Tarkin like this mm. like, like you the think he's Empire. Actor. Well, I'm not saying he's like that. He's Empire. I mean, he may be Republic. Mm. It's more along the lines of like he is like the British kind of like power acting powerhouse that they brought in for this. Yeah. So kind of like you know I can easily see him being like an evil bad guy like Sith Lord kind of thing. Mm, like Christopher uh, Lee was. Yeah, but like. Not as lame as Christopher Lee. Yeah, so. no, kind of lame. which which stinks because it's Christopher Lee. Like it's yeah, yeah, like, fantastic. Like let me clarify. Not I'm not saying Christopher Lee is no, lame but you're you're right. But I know. Darth, <laughs> Darth Tyrannus slash Count Dooku. Count Dooku was <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know the one thing I was saying this about the Chi thing, and she wanted me to make. I think she kind of alluded that we better talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, we get in trouble somehow. But uh, that the that they only brought of the new actors, they only have one female, and I, I find mm. that kind of interesting. It's be another uh, another men's club, if you will, of actors. Mm. Um, there are rumors that there are more actors involved, but I think this is pr- I don't know. This is probably the main. This is group, probably the I main. Mean, I would think. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if uh, I mean I don't know how like, who's supposed to be who, but, like, you know, yeah. it could easily be, like, she's the main, you know, Jedi character, or the main Skywalker character. Mm. But I think a lot of people, a lot of people assume that she is the daughter of, of Han and Leia. Could be. And that's what people have been kind of, that's what they, a lot of people have been theorizing. Um, we do know that Adam Driver is supposed to be a villain. Like, okay. that's kind of, like, that's what we know about him so far. 
is that the major room behind him is he's going to be like a, a villain. Okay. Um, then I think about Oscar Isaac. Yeah, or John, what about John Boyega? I don't know how you... A lot, I, a lot of people say very, 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 very positive things about every single one of these people except for Daisy Ridley. Mainly, but that's only because she's, for the most part, a relative unknown. Unknown, right. Yeah. Right. So, which makes me hopeful. Like, you know, if, you know, I know this is going to probably get me a lot of flack within the community because I know you all very much love, um, what's his face from Sherlock? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, there's, there's a lot, there's huge rumors about him being involved, but mm-hmm. he's not here. Like, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that actors like that are not involved with Star Wars. No, I would agree with you because, I mean, he, well, don't get me wrong. I, I, I loved him in Star Trek Into Darkness. He kind of made that movie for me. I thought he was yeah. a great villain. But that's just my opinion. I mean, I, I like him as an actor. I think he's <laughs> fabulous on Sherlock. Um, the but I mean, that doesn't mean I want to see him in Star Wars. I'm not sure he's cut out for that kind of role. What role would he? That's the thing. I can't even really picture him. And you know what? I will say, like, not to get us off of this, off, off of this cast, but like, I was just rewatching, um, Ryan had downloaded like some fan edits for me of the. Oh, was that you who got me prequels? into the fan ed- fan editing thing? It was either it may have been Death Roll. Someone got me into a website that um, users can upload fan edits of. Not me. Well, like- the idea is like you know the hardcore Star Wars fans. I'm assuming took the prequels and edited mm. all the stupid stuff out of which there was a lot. Um, <laughs> so I watched. So there's no movie left. Well, so, like, in the first one, I think Jar Jar Binks has two lines. So, I mean, they cut oh, most of good. his... Yeah. So, I watched um the the edit of Phantom Menace, which they renamed Shadow of the Sith. And, you know, honestly, I was kind of enjoying it. I was like, the, the pace was very brisk, which was good, because, like, you know, it's not a great movie, so let's get it over with. And, like, they, you know... So, oh, like, it moved real long nicely. Focus was mainly on Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan and Anakin. Um... Oh. And, you know, and then it gets along into where they go to the Jedi Council. And I don't know. I just was so unhappy watching that scene. I'm like, number one, why is Samuel L. Jackson in this movie? Like, why is he <laughs> a Jedi Master? Like, he can't, he cannot pull off every role. I mean, it just wasn't believable. And then number two, the Yoda puppet was terrible. It just, yeah. it didn't look like Yoda. I was like, this is Yoda with a really bad facelift. It didn't no, look like him. No, was it a puppet or was this in the In the first prequel, it was actually a puppet. It was actually um, a puppet. It was horribly done. It was. It was horrible. And then in 2 and 3, they made him CGI. CG, which was much better. And actually, I've heard they've gone back, like, in quote-unquote special one, I mean, episode one special editions, that they've t- taken out the puppet and replaced it with uh, hmm. CGI. Really? I thought, I remember reading that somewhere. Maybe, I don't know how true that is. And it's like... If we as fans are sitting here watching this saying that clearly is a really bad Yoda puppet, why, why was it filmed? Like, it's just, it's so, it's so bad. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so yeah, I know what you're saying about the, about casting and like maybe it's actually better that I don't really know who most of these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have the familiar faces. Um, we'll, ha- yeah. we'll definitely have familiar faces. I mean, like we've got the whole original cast pretty much, which is mm-hmm. exciting. Um, yeah. I'll be back in about. Three minutes. I gotta take care of something. I'll be right back. I'm yeah, sorry. Danielle's got a horrified look in her face because she realized I'm the only other person here, and I can't discuss okay. Star Wars very well. <laughs> is that the? I just pulled up the picture. Is that well, the other puppet? Yes, it's so. Bad. He looks kind of handicapped. Does he not? His he does. There's just... something wrong with the eyes. They don't look right. We well, you know what it is. They went. They had to make him look younger, which I get. But they gave him a facelift. Okay, this isn't that much in the in the past. I mean, it's in the past. 
based from like Star Wars episode five and six. Well, it's kind but of. But he's nine hundred. So are you that telling point, me, you're really like, when you're 850, you're going to look that much younger than you do when you're 900? i got to tell you, 10 years I from now, Betty White's going to look exactly the exactly. same as she does. Exactly. At some point, yeah. you can stop the aging process. Like, if they had just maybe, like... What cracks me they up... They should have taken the old puppet, now that I'm thinking about it. Just use the old puppet. What cracks me up is, like, on like on Back to the Future and stuff, when when you want to show Michael J. Fox's character at 50, mm. they, 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 like, give him, like, a 50-pound pot belly, and they, and they do yeah. all stuff. When you look Make at him, him today, bald. Yeah, he's got Parkinson's. He doesn't look that different. He looks pretty good. He really doesn't look that different. He looks exactly. pretty good. Some people, like Allison Janney. She looks better. She looks better now than she, she looks did better before. now. Now, Mark Hamill. Mm, no, we did not know that I'm was Mark I'm a little Hamill. worried about Mark Hamill. Chuck, season five premiere. He's in it, in case you're watching the miss it. Oh, it's Bob, you're back. Yeah, no, Mark back, Hamill. Sorry. I did not, like, when I saw him on the, on Chuck... And I mean, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I know, I know who Mark Hamill is. I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh, who's that guy? Right. I'm right. watching this and I'm like, oh my God. It took me at least five, ten minutes to even recognize that it was Mark Hamill. Right. Like I couldn't, so I don't know, maybe he's done some work or something since then. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, uh, one of the things, like there's a tweet or something, like it was like getting back into Jedi shape or something. Oh, nice. And it was like him, like working out with some other yeah. guy. He so, got he got a little chubby. But actually, um, though, if he's going to be playing, obviously, an older Jedi, I think yeah. he should be rocking, like, the full beard. Oh, I think he should, too. I, I hope. I think he oh, should have, that's like, a good idea. Right? He should have the white hair and, like, the beard. He should be taking on Obi-Wan's look. Um, That'd be cool. I'm really curious as to, like, Andy Serkis is going to play. Because um, I just love him. I think he's just a really charismatic actor, and I'm excited to see him in an, like... Not doing motion capture, but actually acting. Mm-hmm. I'm actually acting. Yeah, yeah. Because that's one of the things that, like, another rumor I heard is like this Star Wars episode is not going to be as nearly as effects heavy as the, the prequels were. Well, and I hope that that's true because I think I think that's why the prequels suffer so much. In addition to the, just the bad writing, but yeah, you're right. They were all effects driven, and it's like, well. I think that's why, like, Empire Strikes Back is everyone's favorite movie is because it was so well written. The chemistry between the characters was great. It really doesn't have a lot of, like, superfluous stuff that you don't need. It's just all good story. Like, it's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't know where that started. Although a New Hope is great too, like I, I don't have anything against New Hope. It's just Empire Strikes Back is just that much. Because better. like I'm, I just finished a book on classic Star Trek, and you can tell from that book that everyone involved in the production of the show cared about the writing. They, they, they just wanted the special effects to get done. They just wanted to be able yeah. to put the episodes on the air and not get canceled and get their paychecks. They didn't, so, so they did whatever they had to to get special effects done in the episode, and they looked good for for the sixties, but. You know, they, they just needed to get it done. That wasn't mm-hmm. their focus. Their focus was the writing. So I think by the time, like, the 70s rolled around and the time Star Wars rolled around, they are saying, hey, look at us now, because now the effects look really aged. Look what we're capable of now. Let's really do Star Trek right. And I think they kind of pushed the focus on the special effects and less on the writing. Yeah. And I feel like... You need a balance. Like, that's one of the reasons I don't like the new Star Trek movies as much. I feel like they're trying to wow me so much for special effects that the ship doesn't look believable, and it just kind of takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a believer that, like... In any production, Star Wars, Star Trek, anything, when you do your big blockbuster episodes, you have to save money in the budget. You, you borrow yeah. from other episodes to put your big blockbusters together. So you have the quiet episodes when the characters are stuck on elevators or whatever, and there's not that many mm-hmm. effects. Those tend to be the best episodes. Yeah. So I think it's even... When, when, I think the best thing you can do for any 
thing like Star Trek or Star Wars or, or any huge franchise is do a cheap episode because you're forced to have good writing and yeah I mean obviously a lot of it comes down to casting number one because when you cast characters that have or cast actors that just have zero chemistry with each other like Hayden Christensen and Natalie Bortman like you it's just bad like and because then you put bad writing and bad dialogue on top of no chemistry and you're sitting watching these characters and you're like okay I'm supposed to believe that you're in love with each other but against was, all odds, but I can't. But like, it's just not no. going to happen. But he was breaking her heart. Oh, God. It? Oh, don't even go there. It's so bad. Yeah, um, it was inter- uh, have you ever heard of uh, a YouTube channel, uh, Screen Junkies, and they do these things called Honest Trailers? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be posting some of these in our show notes. Slash, okay. uh, they are amazing. It is absolutely <laughs> amazing how the things that they point out, like how bad, like the lines are for Anakin. Oh, so it's just, bad. it's just so bad. Well, the, it's funny because the fan edit. I, so I started before tonight's show. I started the fan edit of episode two. So um, I think they've renamed it instead of what, what was the second one called? Attack, Attack of the Clones. I think they changed it to a Republic divided. So the focus is more on the, the Republic and how what's happening there. But so anyway, in the they created a trailer for it. It says like um it shows you some scenes and then it says a love story you can actually believe in and then a plot line you can comprehend. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because it was just so bad. Um whereas contrast those two to, you know, Han Solo and Leia. That was great chemistry. I mean, it, it's exactly. so different. Um, and obviously just because, you know, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford, they work together. That that just worked. Um, and Luke, too. I mean, he fits right in there as that, you know, as that other character. So, I mean, it just, I don't know. So, I'm hoping, like, meshing the, the old cast and the new cast will be really great. I'm just, I'm also just, like, really excited to see, like, the droids back, R2 and C-3PO. Uh, definitely Chewbacca, too. So, I'm excited. Yeah, there was something that was said in, in the Reddit, uh, Star Wars subreddit, where someone said, I now can actually take my children to see a Star Wars film. Yeah. And I was like, they're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, not to say that the, the prequels were utter crap. <laughs> Come on. But they're kind of utter crap. <laughs> I only have actually met one person who likes them better, and... <laughs> It's just, he's a good friend of mine, but I'm like, he, it's because he's effects driven. He wants to see the special effects. And right. Like, yeah. I mean, that's wrong. not uh, what I go to, to see Star Wars for. I mean, that's. I love lightsaber fights. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, no. That I'm not or... complaining about. Like, I think, yeah. like, even the, in, um, in Phantom Menace, to me, like, the only re- real good parts are, like, the lightsaber battles with Darth Maul. Like, that part mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. Like, I'll watch that over and over again. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like, the, the big, like, big like shots of the cities with all the ships flying around and i'm like oh, okay like i don't really need that you know that kind of stuff yeah no it's just like look the effects that we can do yeah yeah i think mean, overall i mean i'm excited like i know a lot of people were probably dreading were, were dreading the whole original you know trio coming back but i, I was stoked about that i was like yes this i mean i expect them to be old yeah i expect i expect them to you know be in older characters and usher that potentially usher in a new generation of Star Wars right. characters. Right. Um, I mean, in, in some I'm ways, excited. it's no different than having Leonard Nimoy be in the new Star Trek. I mean, that kind of anchored the film. 
I think. Mm-hmm. I think it did too. I, I, think, I think it gave it like this basis of okay, this is Star Trek. I think that was one of the reasons I struggled so much with. Well, no, well, no, Leonard Nimoy was in both of them, but like I think the moment was in the second movie. Leonard Nimoy's in it, but he he basically comes on and just like answers questions from the characters. He, he's, he's more not, involved in the. He's first not the one. heart and soul in, it. in the first one. You felt like he was the heart and soul mm-hmm. in it, and there was like a passing of a torch. Like literally, there was a torch, but like it was like. The, the, there were moments that made you want to tear up, like when he saw Kirk, when mm-hmm. he saw Scotty. Like those were powerful moments. I think you you can't just put and I and you guys know I've only seen Star Wars a few times, but I I kind of get it. It's like you can't just put these characters after thirty years or whatever it's been into a movie. You got you've got to some way make them the heart of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then whether you pass the torch or whether you do something, it, it, it can't just be them in a room contributing it has to be about them right mm-hmm. because the new characters will speak for themselves and and they have to kind of earn your love and respect but these guys you've you've got to yeah make they've it sent- got it you've they've got to make got it, it sentimental mm-hmm. you've yeah. got to make it sentimental especially for that first one so star wars episode seven is hopefully going to rock and not suck disney may the force be with may you the force be with you and john williams is back too so at least we know the music will be good the music yeah <laughs> So when does the movie? And next year. Next wow. year. That's yeah, fast. 2015. So really, it's still we're talking a year and a half away. So they're doing three. They're doing a. a third I would film. think that it's a trilogy. I, yeah. They're, they 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 have they're going to be doing a trilogy and they're going to be also doing standalone movies. Basically, the trilogy kind of focuses on the whole Skywalker clan, while the standalones will be within the Star Wars universe, mm. but not about Skywalkers. Interesting. Makes, so. We might finally get our Boba Fett movie. Not that anyone really wanted that in the first place. So, so we're going to be seeing those in the theaters. Yeah. You and I, you and yes, I are in the theaters. All right. Now, there was an You're issue. We're going to be seeing a lot of Star Wars over the next six years, right? pretty great. There was an issue with The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. Not The Hobbit. The Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Did I not go to the bathroom in the opportunity You went time? to the bathroom at probably one of the best scenes in the movie. You got to go. Okay. You got to go. Whatever. It's fine. You got to go. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I did that during Captain America. Twice. What? It's a really long movie. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, Lord of the Rings is like almost four hours long, so it is. I was like, long. "Is this movie not over yet?" My bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle was a little irritated with me. Well, yeah, so, but it's okay. Yeah. So, um, as we kind of draw our Star Wars conversation to a close, um, are we ready to talk about ships? I think we can. I think so. Yeah. Sure, why not? I was trying to see if it sounds like Sue may be done with the podcasting thing. I don't know if she's going to join us or not, but uh, she yeah. does the lettering. Lettering. Okay, cool. All right. So one of the things I mentioned to uh, the community in the Facebook chat, uh, Facebook chat, the Facebook page, was we're going to kind of uh, talk about uh, our favorite ships of all time of any fandom, which I think, I don't know about you, like, when I came up with the idea for it, I was like, usually when I come up with an idea for something, I, like, it's usually, I have the idea of what my answer is, and then mm. I come up with a question. I did it the other way around this time, and I actually spent a lot of time trying to figure out, like, what is my ultimate one true pairing. So I'm kind of curious to hear from you guys. Out of all your fandoms, out of all of, like, the media that you've consumed, like, me- mm. fiction you've consumed, what is the one true pairing that has been your OTP? I don't know. <laughs> it's like your ATM is in there. It's so tough to like pick one pairing. Um, <laughs> I mean, my mind probably f- first went to Han and Leia was a good choice. Um, 
I definitely thought of Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls, and then I thought, well, yeah. Lorelai's so annoying sometimes, they, and they, then they I'm like, no, there, there's well. definite issues there. Go to hell! Right back at you. Then I was thinking in Harry Potter, and then I was like, well, you know, yeah, but then there's still issues there, too, and like, I don't know, it was very difficult, so I think I I did settle on one. Mm-hmm couple <laughs> um and that would be richard castle and kate beckett oh, so we're brangelina now no 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 we're brickate no we're kate ick mm-hmm. casket Ooh, that's good because the whole murder thing casket mm-hmm. that's a very good one now and i will say i haven't finished castle i'm on season five so i i'm the show is still ongoing that's a good one but I think that would be my answer at this point. In that's time. a very good one. That's a very that's a very good ship. I went back and forth as well, and it's like Luke and Lorelai. I think part of the reason the show did so well was you hate one of them at all times because well, they, they do very stupid things, very very mm. stupid things. Um, I kind of narrowed it to two. Um, one of which I, I'm shocked to hear myself stay, say, mm. but I was thinking of Amy and Rory from Doctor Who, and the oh, reason I was okay. thinking of that. Okay. Was actually um, the, the the episode. I'm not a big fan. See, I was of the thinking episode. of Doctor Who too, but I I couldn't narrow. I'm not. Down. A, I'm not a big fan of this episode because they think the writing was 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 rather poor. But um, uh, Angels Take Manhattan, the the, oh, the, yeah. the final episode when they're in the hotel room, yeah, and mm-hmm. they decide they're going to create a paradox to save Rory. To create a paradox like that takes almost unimaginable power. What have we got? Hey, tell me. Come on, what? I won't let them take him. That's what we got. Rory, even if you got out, you'd have to keep running for the rest of your life. They would be chasing you forever. Well then, better get started. Husband, run! The other one, I, I kind of went through my head of like all the different characters I see in every media. Like there's John and Aaron from Farscape. Yeah. My name's John. <gasps> regiment now but i haven't seen Farscape in a very long time yeah and, and that one's kind of tough the one that kind of resonates with me a lot and i think i love where it ends um is um actually bill and laura from um battlestar oh yeah you love them i did yeah mm-hmm. i did love you about time it, well I, it doesn't end in a fun i'm terminating your presidency as of this moment i was I even thinking of that. um of abby and jed bartlett i thought of them too yeah Jed? Political experts seem surprised by the Bartlett campaign's decision to position their candidate against motherhood, said one spokesperson. I'm so sorry. What? I screwed up. How? You know how. What the hell? It was benign. It was totally benign what you said. These women are out of their minds. We're laughing about it here. You don't think it's going to be a problem? No. Then get off my back, jackass. Ah, you pulled the switcheroo. You deceived me. You called me Medea. You played upon my love for you. No, who gives a damn? Which is a good parent. Mm-hmm. That's a but good, that's is a it my OTP? Parent. I don't know if it's an OTP. She, she, she's rather snarky. I mean, not. I was just going by like how I was sort of trying to judge, okay, well, how much do I get, you know, drawn into the relationship? Like, do I go through their tough moments with them? Like, do I get drawn up in the angst? And with Beckett and Castle, I definitely you do. do. <laughs> you do. So. It's Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it's Nathan Fillion. I mean, come on. Achilles is a zombie! So it's not Paul and Jamie Buckman from Mad About You. I did think of them. They Danielle are and I are having couple. like an 80s month, so we're, we're doing what? <laughs> Murphy Brown, 
Mal oh, wow. and you and something yeah. else we're doing for the 80s. Well, coach. We, oh, coach, coach, yeah. We're watching a bunch of 80s sitcoms. But, uh, well, no, that was uh, 90s. Uh, that was 90s. Yeah. Well, and, well, and, and no. Mad About You was in the 90s, too. Yeah, but I remember watching it yeah, very thoroughly. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Mad About You was 90s. So yeah. Um, my OTP, I'd have to end up. You guys never watched The Office, did you? No. Yeah, I'd I've say. I've only Je- seen a couple episodes. Jim and Pam for the office from The Office for me would definitely be it. I, I struggle with that because there was a part of me that kind of wanted to do something. Cause I well, I was thinking about also non non canonical relationships as well. Okay. So it's like. You know, the first one quote unquote ship that I actually did ever have would be Harry Hermione. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, but no, I don't want to like claim that as like the, my, my OTP. But, <clears throat> you know, Jimmy and Pam, I don't know, like it was kind of, it was kind of like a will they, won't they? Mm-hmm. They will. And then let's continue to run with it versus like, you know, the whole will they, won't they? And then at the end of the series, it's just like, it's over. They got yeah. together. The show's over. Right. And yeah, so. Yeah, so it's like, and then, like, they got together at the end of, you know, season three, the beginning of season four, and then we had, like, five more seasons of The Office, which included, you know, them growing as a couple and starting a family and having kids and having their own relational problems. It's like, even within the context of a comedy show. Um, so to me, that's why I, you know, and I was when I was started watching The Office at the start of season three, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, Binged watch one and two. Nice. And so, if you wanted to watch The Office, I just totally spoiled Jim and Pam for you. Oh, no, it's realize okay. it. <laughs> but I mean, that's a hard thing. The to other get one, right? Though, isn't it? I'm sorry. Just yeah. Like, what do you think in terms of just like on, like on Take Castle and Duck or on different TV shows? Like, there's the you want to tease. Like, I'm thinking, you know, the characters are Josh and Donna, which I'm not going to spoil because I know um, Scarlet is listening. But you know, the particular characters, you know, sometimes they try and tease you for years and years and years and years. And well, years. Luke and Lorelai, they did. Yeah, but then, like, is there a danger that if you satisfy that and you set them up, that you need to break them up frequently to just create to get eggs? them back together? Or, yeah, because like the one thing I'm thinking of is there was a, a TV series in the '70s that was very popular with um, Valerie Harper, Rotha. It was a spinoff mm-hmm. from the Marie Shiloh Moore show, and the character, you know, in the pilot decides to move away from where she was living on her parent show because she met a guy and it was very popular and they got huge ratings so they're like let's marry him in like episode five mm. and everyone loved it loved it loved it loved it loved it and then the writers were like this sucks we can't write storylines because he's too boring and, and right. they're happily married let's break him up and the fans apparently were not a fan of that so they stopped watching right. the show. Okay, yeah. so, so it's hard when do you do it when do you not how much do you hold well it I up? think it's almost like what what you just said Bob is like you have to if you're going to embrace it just run with it yeah I mean just do it I mean, life is not necessarily the most, you know, entertaining thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But there, I think, are, there's still, there's a, like, if the show's completely about a relationship, you know, when you do that, you're right, it has to be over. Kind of like how I met your mother. When you meet the mother, it no, kind of defeats the purpose of the story. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm not going to spoil anything. Well, he knows we haven't watched it. Well, I just remind um, so, Spoiler alert, he meets the mother. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Anyway. And they do it. And they have kids. Who tells the story to? <gasps> anyway. Ta-da! Anyway. Um, but like, you know, like in the context of like something like the show, like The Office, where it's like, a, it's about a cast of characters. Right. Left in, who are living in this crappy work environment. You know, just because you got a car- your, 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 your main romantic interest together doesn't mean the whole show falls apart. Right. So, yeah, I just think that, you know, not enough 
television shows have the guts or the balls or whatever you want to say to do like put their characters together and keep them together and show us you know show us why they make a great couple and not just you know make great sexual tension right and then also it's sort of like every time you have um like you said you have all that tension which it it is satisfying to watch that um but you always kind of see characters holding back because, well, we have such this this wonderful friendship, we don't want to ruin it. That happens in real life, though, too. And it's like, well, yeah, oh, right. And But the yeah. thing is, it's like, you can't just keep using that as an excuse not to have True. two characters get together. And I mean, and if it falls apart, it falls apart. But I think it would be more interesting, you know, number one, if it were to fall apart, okay, let's see them recover from it. Let's maybe, like, not go with the cliche that they'll never be friends again. Maybe they can. Or, you know, maybe it's, like, a smashing success, and, like you said, they're unbelievably happy, and then write that. I mean, just... Right. Well, even within the Jim and Pam, like, context, like, they had them have problems. Right. As a married couple, like, as in any married In real life. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that's why... Uh, it seemed like a more realistic portrayal of an actual couple, which is why I ended up going with it. Nice. So you, do you guys have any... Have you guys shipped any ship, uh, pairings that have not been canon uh, within their respective uh well, Danielle and mm-hmm. I shipped Cannons? herself with um, the Cumberbatch, which, to the best of my knowledge, hasn't happened. Um, I'm pretty sure he's asexual in Sherlock, so I don't is. think that would it's really work. Like an amoeba. Yeah. And it's kind of weird shipping yourself with somebody. That's called, yeah. let's, call, let's call it a fictional crush, Ryan. Yeah, Two it's toys. a little weird. So it's true. Oh, I thought of another fictional crush. I had it. Hmm. I had it. I had it. You what? You know, we were what? talking like way, way back, and we were trying yeah. to picture who we. Oh, had yeah. On. I thought of another one recently. Now I can't remember who it was. Because <laughs> I remember saying, "Remind me to say this on the podcast." I think it was Kate Beckett. Was it Kate Beckett? Yeah. I can totally see that. Which is fine. I'm fine with that. Because what red-blooded woman wouldn't have a crush on Castle? Exactly. What was the episode where uh, one of the characters saw Kate Beckett's character and and was trying to describe, like, what was the body type? Awesome! Awesome! Awesome. (laughs) So funny. True. Oh, it's funny. I think that was it. I'm trying to think if I've had any non-canon. Yeah. Well, if we can get P.S. in here, she's definitely had a few (laughs) non-canon. Mine would definitely, obviously, be Harry Hermione. Right. I mean, not that I... I was actually I looking on uh, Facebook to see if anyone had, like, re-edited, re-edited the uh, Harry Potter movies to make them Harmony-based, which mm. wouldn't, wouldn't be hard. <laughs> it would not be hard at all. Well, they actually did a, um, a spruced-up version of Deathly Hallows Part 1. They eliminated about, like, 40 minutes from the movie, and they, like, they, we brought the camping down to a brisk eight minutes or whatever it was. Like, Ron never left. They took that out as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, people would want I don't know. That. I think I'm pretty... Yeah, nothing is, like, immediately springing to mind, so I can't even really think of anything. Get different reading. Well, well, well no, I can think of a couple. I, um, like, a couple shows that were written very badly, um, where I wish the characters had gone in different directions. I'm thinking, like, specifically um, Star Trek Voyager, because I remember the way... Oh, well, the way well, they, tease, yeah. they tease it... You know what I don't like? I don't like TV shows that tease for years a particular... Um, ship and then go in a completely different direction at the end. Oh yeah, because it's just stupid. Like, it doesn't make sense. So that show teased for years The Doctor with Seven of Nine and uh, Jamie and Chakotay and then the end of the show had Seven of Nine and Chakotay. It made no sense. Which made absolutely no sense and everyone else just you know. And then, um, actually now I'm thinking about it too, didn't they kind of do that on um, Enterprise? 
Well, no, Enterprise they did trip and um, right to Paul, but then, but they, then, yeah, then that. I mean that. that which didn't, is yeah, that didn't very really badly work. received. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, and I know there was a lot of anger over the end of How I Met Your Mother. I don't know what it was, but I know people weren't happy with the way it ended. So I mean, just watch. Yeah, but I mean, I guess what I'd say is there are sometimes like like I would argue it's not even like a non-canon relationship sometimes shows show you a relationship and then like say but we're gonna go in the different direction like gilmore girls you know they do like a there's like a fork in the middle of gilmore girls where it's like rory and a character named marty and then rory and um logan and they go the mm-hmm. rory logan route and i always like if i read fan that's fiction, true i kind of wish I, it had gone i'd want to go marty, back yeah. and say you know i i, yeah. I would i wish she had gone, gone the, the other, other way, way and, yeah and, and so, like, sometimes I'll... So, that's I'll a good example. Like yeah. Um, I forgot about Marty. I read a couple of things. Um, some stuff about Yeah. Team Marty. Selena, like, Selena agrees with us. He was such a good character, and they brought him back, and they did weird yeah. things at the end. Yeah. He was, he was strange at the end. But, um... Yeah, and Selena's saying she should have saved... No, that, that's the thing I don't like. I don't like when a series will present characters, and you know that's the way it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And then they write it because either the actor wasn't available or yeah. they went in a different direction. And it's like, you want to go back and just fix it? That's the thing that... Really, I'm confused. So, like, you get frustrated, like, if they, like, show you the direction of a romantic relationship. Yeah, it would be like if Harry... Yeah, like, if... It would be like if... I'm trying to think of what they said. Say, like, Harry Potter was a TV series, and they hook Harry up with Hermione, and you can see that's supposed to be, like, the major ship of the show. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they write Hermione off, and it's, like, Harry and Susan Bones. And it, like, it, like, it's, the character becomes annoying, and then, like, he hooks up with Hermione, like, for dinner in, like, one episode she's on, like, four years later, and it's great, and it's just the way it should be, and then they, like, have them separate, and she's never seen again. Like, it's like, I don't like it when they show you this is the way it should have gone, and you don't know if the actor had to leave, you don't know if, like, a new producer came on behind the scenes and decided to shake things up, but with it, or if the network said that we want someone else. But sometimes I don't like it when you can tell this is the way it's supposed to be, and mm. they still don't give mm. you that. I can tell you one ship that always kind of icked me out that I didn't like, didn't particularly enjoy, and that would be Major Kira and Odo. Well, that was just like, weird. You don't like Renee Abergenois? No, I do like Renee Abergenois, but like Major Kira and a shapeshifter, it was just weird. I didn't really like it. Well... That's just totally not who I see her mm. with at all. Like, it just... I, I think that was it, sort of forced. I never it, felt like the chemistry there. Why does it there. squick you out, specifically? Because he turns into a puddle of mush at the end of the day. So you, you just don't particularly like Odo. Yeah. No, but, I like Odo, but not you, in the you like him. sense. You just think he's disgusting and shouldn't date people. Yeah. Like, it's... That's it's a little weird. That's racist. Well, it's not. I mean, I don't that's know. That's so racist. I don't mind. I you, love Daxon and Worf. I don't want you to date my sister. Is what it sounds I like. I like Dax and Worf. That's a great pair. Well, yeah, but you never, you've, you never liked Odo's character, and you just don't. Okay, you're not listening to me. I, I like Odo's character when he's the hard ass cop around the station and he's busting on Quark, but like in a romantic relationship, it's weird. It's weird because you don't think he has no. I mean, he can't even eat. When you go out on a date with him, what's he doing? Like, is he taking bits of himself and making no, it look like food show. and then he's eating this it? This is a like, show so about weird. expanding your mind and your horizons and you seem to be, you know, very limited. He got stuck in an elevator with Waxana for too long and he had to, like, 
shrink down into a puddle in her lap because he couldn't hold his form anymore. Yeah, and Paul and Jamie Buckman were trapped in the bathroom for eight hours and it's she weird. needed to pee. No, How is it different? Murray? <laughs> Where are Paul and Jamie? <laughs> Paul and Jamie are trapped in their bathroom? <laughs> Mark, it's Murray! Our accountant? What the hell's he doing here at this hour? How is it different from us needing to eat or needing to okay. sleep or needing yeah. to pee? Shape shift up. I'm just so saying. Weird. So. Anyway, with that. <laughs> so is there any other final pairings you guys want to talk about before we wrap this up? Chuck and Sarah. Chuck and That's Sarah. A great one Chuck too. and Sarah. Great one. I toyed with that one for a long time too. You did. She's on something new. We just said. Casey and President Reagan. Who? Oh, I'm sorry. You meant actually <laughs> President Reagan. Yeah. Um, no. Um, Yvonne Strozomps. Oh yeah, she's on a new show, right? Was, yeah. What show is she on? Hopefully, it wasn't I can't one remember. of the ones that was just canceled, which I just announced because I feel terrible. Yeah, so I think we actually finished on time and under budget tonight. Yeah, we did. It's kind of surprising for us. It you know, is. Yeah. So you were impressed by us. Um, so just something for the the, uh, the listenership and for the chat room, we can discuss it. Uh, we had a conversation after the last podcast, and I kicked an idea around and potentially seeing what you guys thought about it. Now, while Point of View Weekly is always labeled as an explicit show, just in case if we just get a lot of hand uh, or... I don't know, whatever reason we decide, you know, just something slips out. Uh, mm-hmm. and we're, we're covered by that, but we've never really done an actual legitimate explicit show. And so the question that we have to you guys is, one, if we were to do Poof for Late Night, uh, meaning a more darker version of the show we currently do, one that would not be public, one that would actually be behind the... Uh, Oh my gosh, the restricted section uh, <laughs> at, at the Parfit forums. Um, it's not, ne- it would not necessarily, uh, t- no, it would not necessarily be Smutsgiving. Um, or I guess it could be, I don't know. Well, the question that we have is when you, would you guys be interested in listening to a show like that? And then two, what kind of things would you want to see on a show like that? Like, what do you not normally see on this show that would be kind of more on the risque scale? that you would want to see in a darker show. Mm-hmm. So let us know uh, in the chat room or in the forums or any other means of contacting us. Facebook group, I guess. Well, I don't know if you want that on Facebook. But anyway, but yeah, just, <laughs> yes, let's talk about Smuts giving on Facebook because that won't cause problems at all. Um, so just let us know what you guys think. And what's... So why are you in the chat room? You're in the chat room, she but works you're not in the show. Not. Yeah, she's supposed um, to be on the show. Anyway. Well, I know because we had discussed if, like, if we were to play um, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, my God. That, that would have that. to be. That would have to be behind the Yeah. Like, we're playing with Sue and her mother. Like, I'm nervous about this. I'm blushing from here. <laughs> so. But, anyhow. So, we just want to let you know that, that we're debating that. Um, on a personal note, uh, to I haven't told anyone on staff this, but uh, I have finished the general outline of chapter two of the orders. Mm, sweet. Meaning, uh, I will start beginning developing the actual encounters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I need to sit down with some, uh, D&D people in the community, like Colin. Yeah. And talk about re, how to rework the battle system to make it more, uh, friendlier to you guys, because I've noticed that sometimes combat doesn't necessarily go the way it's supposed to. <laughs> it's not my thing. Like when, when, when Jen tries to throw, uh, diamond, or not diamond, uh, what is it? Silver, oh. silver earrings. Yes. Ryan automatically becomes an, uh, a skill in occlumency at random points throughout the game. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I need to be a better DM. Anyway, but, uh, or not as nice DM. But just, so more than likely, um, I kind of want to go through a couple alpha phases, but I'm thinking we may see, uh, chapter two, September-ish. I don't know. We'll see. Depends on how well it goes. It's going to okay. take some time. Sounds so, good. I just wanted to Do inform that. you guys that <laughs> it's not super far out, just only several more months. So not to mention we get Jen's on around, so we can't really play anyway. So yeah, that's true. We need here. Jade back. So we do. We do need Jade back. So anyway, so now that we're rambling, uh, I think that's going to bring this episode of Point of View Weekly to a close. Unless there's anything else I'm forgetting. No, Don't I think we're good so. for now. All right, sounds good. Uh, we will catch you guys sometime next week. Hopefully, we will let you guys know the time and date. We'll more likely still be the same time and just be a different day depending on all of our schedules. So be sure to check out the Facebook uh, community for that, um, for the women that we post that. And in the meantime, uh, from all of us here at the Potter Fake Weekly Studios uh, in wherever we're located, I'm Bob. Uh, I'm Ryan, and it's Fargo, North Dakota is where we're located. It's uh, where the corporate office is. Oh, okay. Uh, North do you Dakota? Know? Really? I did an episode once. I don't know where, why you just said North Dakota. No, we had to break into the podcast once to announce that Lee was born, and I had Scott do the intro, and apparently we were, you know, live from the Puffalo Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, and it stuck with me to this day. Hmm. All right. So, from all of us at the Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota Studios, we will catch you guys next week, and until then, good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.